Everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. I'm going to say let's get started, but we also have Rhino back in the podcast. I'm very excited. We got First Down Guy and Rhino. I feel like the whole family got back together here tonight. Right. And he's still wearing black today. Might not be SDSU black, but the uh, blackout game must have been exciting for him. Yeah, no, this is a Cardinals gear, buddy. Ah, ah. Well, we appreciate the black anyways. And I appreciate the Cardinals. They won me some money today. It was exciting. <laughs> so, having everybody back together again, I'm, I'm actually, because I started out wrong, because I cracked the beers and everything, so that's a problem, right? But let's go to what everybody cares about, and that was the beef ball because the South Dakota State Jackrabbits brought the beef back. <laughs> That's right. They look great. The offense the offense looked fantastic, and I think they're ready to roll for the conference season. Thoughts? I'll send it over to you, Ryan, being that you're back with us for this podcast. Oh, I think... Uh... You know, I think everybody kind of had it on their their checklist. They just like to see the offense kind of get a groove going and start getting back together. And, uh, you know, I think, I I mean, if you look at the final score, I think that was kind of what the expectation would be. But uh, I think the guys did what they wanted to do. I think there's some built some confidence up. You got to take the first two games that they had with Iowa and Davis. And, man, those were some brutal games. So coming into Butler and uh, with a lot of guys new that are playing and getting some good reps, uh, I think the guys looked really good. Yeah, I think uh, Mark finally got that rust off, hit a few deep plays. Um, Zach Hines, I think they're looking for him more and adding him more into the offense. Um, Run game looked good. Uh, Amir Johnson, I thought, played a really good football game. Defense did what the defense has done. They got a few guys back there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Young guys got in during the fourth quarter. Well, they they did what was expected of that game. I mean, right. 16,000, 16, over 16,000 at Jane Day Deck House. Right. That's fantastic. Right. And, you know, when you look at it, they're, they're supposed to, well, the spread was 51, so we all could have made a whole bunch of money on that one, but... Right, picking against them. Yeah. Right. The the thing was, SDSU did what you're expected to, and they they did a great job, they, and they were fine. Right. Not I. Not a whole lot else to talk about. Right. I mean, they. I don't. Other than that deep deep pass that it looked like some coverage just got a little mixed up oh, there. Oh, right, seven seven. Right. When well, that guy made right, a good yep, throw. Yep. But other than that, we came out and did what we did what we needed to do, and that was pound a pioneer team. Pioneer League team. So, we know the football game went the way we wanted. I think the tailgate went the way we wanted. Right. As always. That's right. You know what? I, I don't brag a whole lot, but I made the best ribs in the history of a thousand cents. Yes, and the so shotgun shells were also delicious. What you What'd you guys have out north? That's right. right. Oh, yeah. You know, we went big time with burgers and brats. <laughs> right. Yeah, beef bowl, you can't beat that. Uh, we were out in the uh, north lot, and they were uh, giving out some beef bowl shirts, and they said to come back. I think it was at one thirty for judging. 
And I said to the guy, I said, so what's the chance of an all-beef uh, hot dog winning this thing? And he says, how good's the hot dog? And I said, well, I, never mind. We won't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's Club, hot dogs, delicious. Yeah. So no judges made their way down by our tailgate, but that's fine. Right, right. But if I had to judge, I still think the Jackrabbits looked awesome, not only offensively, but in their uniforms. So those helmets still, the lids, the lids look great again. Rhino, we brought you on here. Tell us, tell us about right. the white helmets. The, the, the process. They, when did, when they did you are, guys start? They are amazing. Right. When did you start talking about it? How long did it take to get it figured out? The whole thing. The floor All is right. yours. It's loaded. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know you guys wanted me to come on with you last week, and I, I think Phil was a little busy with stuff. But, uh, no, um, I know you and I talked after you and I and Eric talked kind of after it all went down. And I listened to your guys' podcast last week, too, and you kind of said I was kind of tight to the hip on some stuff. And I tell you, guys, having that in the back pocket secret, that is probably one of the toughest things that, and Ryan will, <clears throat> excuse me, Ryan McKnight will even say it, probably one of the toughest secrets to keep. Um, we know that, you know, there were some people out there that probably had a, sniffing on like it was going to be a white helmet but how it all kind of actually broke down was uh after the season last year uh stig sent a message out to the jfpa that ryan posted on our facebook page and you know he kind of said you know guys we have we have a wish list we kind of have these things that we would like to do and one of the probably the most the toughest ones that we had actually put a goal to were helmets because those are not cheap as you guys know right right i i threw out a price and maybe you can't say last week that i thought it was like what 60 to sixty-five thousand. am i close uh you know we actually i heard a few things but you know phil after they get all said and done (laughs) it doesn't matter um (laughs) I've heard I've heard anywhere between forty five, fifty five, probably in there. Okay. But again, I don't know if that if all those numbers also include the decals and all sure. the other stuff that they need to do in it. But um, I do know that one of the other items that was on, was on the list was uh, some equipment for the a strength and conditioning coach there. And uh, we had when we did that big donation, uh, there was enough left over to help him out. And help SDSU athletics out a little bit. I'm not. I, I can't tell you exactly what the equipment was. It might be actually like a a program or something like that that they purchased. But we know that that money that we donated a year and a half ago or so went to that too. So um, kind of two birds one stone, and both those items were on Stick's wish list. But uh, right, yeah. So got that about March. Um, as you guys know, I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm a night owl. So when I kind of knew, I started kind of messing around with some stuff and sending some stuff over to Stig. And, or not, sorry, not Stig, McKnight. And uh, as it kind of started working it out, uh, by about May, uh, basically, they had the base concept down of the white shell and the blue face masks. And I know, you know, JFPA, was is getting a little bit credit you know credit on this but i do through this whole entire thing you know marketing scsu marketing 
uh, Slade and some of the other guys have been, uh, they were the other side of it. So, you know, I got to give them props too. Sure. So uh, a, lot, a lot of those guys, so there was like 10 other people besides you and McKnight that knew about it. Yeah, well, probably, well. Less than you 10. Know, I guess, the, the, I guess if you wanted to say inner circle, we knew that there was some outer circle stuff, but uh, inner circle, yeah, I mean, you had probably, I'd probably say on our side, me, McKnight, I know Cam and uh, Alex had some inkling on what was going on. Uh, of course, uh, Aaron with the equipment, Stig, uh, and then, yeah, I would say, yeah, probably 15, 20 total that were kind of working on both sides, giving right. opinion stuff like that so yeah and then uh by june now uh as we got it locked down as you know we have our jfpa golf tournament up in brookings so yep. after the tournament after the uh auction stuff mcknight uh jonathan schaefer actually had a, the concept helmet there and so after we did the the auction and stuff like that mcknight came out and as you know mcknight very passionate uh, came out and basically told the guys, you know, this is this is what we're doing. This is what we're we're about. And now, you know, it's kind of tough when you you know, kind of been building this and you're building membership for a couple of years, and you're like, they're like, well, what are we doing? You know, it's like, well, we'd love to tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> just just be patient, please. And you know, so McKnight actually showed the group. Uh, the helmet. It was just the shell and the, the face mask, but right then, the guys in the room were like, that is different. That will get noticed. That will that will get some conversation talking. So, uh, by about, let's see here, I'm, I'm serious, trying to think back now. In July, I guess, we probably had, I, kind of, I think I went up there after work a few times, just ran up because it wasn't something like when Ryan and stuff, they're like, you guys got to see this in person. It's like, pictures don't really do justice. I guess you want to say, Ryan and Eric, you know, you can kind of see stuff. And you're like, you have to see in person, touch it. Right. Ran up there. Um, they had it locked down to probably, I'd say about five, six different type of logos. Um, and right away when we saw them, like, there was once we just kind of threw out it's like yeah it just it just doesn't look good you know and i mean they had your your, your sds and stuff like that but when it got down all to it it was like you know at the jfda and a lot of people don't know this but that that logo that we have sdsu marketing it's trademarked for us so right. that rabbit logo you have underneath above the jfda it's technically ours. We can use it on anything we want. Um, I don't believe anybody else in the university can use that. I think it's just designated for the former players. So, so JF, uh, so JFPA trademarked that self themselves and allows SDSU to use it. You have an agreement with them, then? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and, I, I, and again, the, you know, McKnight's a lawyer, and he, I know he. That was all stuff that he probably set up. I'd say, you know, four years ago when JFPA was set up to get that logo. So, but, so we knew that when we saw the prototypes, that last play was going to be on the back bumper, which, you know, I think that's going to be there as long as, you know, Stig is there. Right. Know? So that's the mantra that guys go by, you know, and 
what we did not know, and I didn't, and Ryan even mentioned to me in a phone call, was they decided to put JFPA on the front in honor of us buying the helmets. That was not something that we asked them to do. That wasn't like one of the demands. Like there was no demands. It's what do you want? You want a helmet? Sure. Here, buy it. <laughs> right. So, so SDSU said in honor of you of JFPA giving the money, we're going to put JFPA on the front. Yeah, I, that's the way I took it. I mean, cool. when we saw it, um, I mean, you, I mean, it's you guys know you're in. You're, there's you've talked to many former guys, and there's not many of us that would probably tell or say this is what we want we just want what's best for the program the university and sdsu and whole you know it's just whatever we can do to make it better but yeah when they when we saw that front bumper and you see it like that face mask with that that the acronym there it was like dang this is real (laughs) right so rhino uh the bar is set really high (laughs) right so i'm sure you're working really hard for what the next thing is yeah, you know, that's that's the funniest part, boys. It's like, you know, you we you know, and right before we knew, well, actually you guys will you I don't even I don't think I told you this. You know, you guys were at Sioux Empire Staters uh, golf tournament, right? Stig was there speaking. Yep. And the last guy to come to the parking lot was Ryan McKnight, because he was coming from Brookings. And uh as all the golf carts were leaving, McKnight and I went up to Stig and said, thank you, and how are you doing, kind of thing. And he just kind of gave us uh, second second game, boys, and he just leaves. And we were like, what does he mean by that? Like, second home game? Like, second game? Like, because I think originally the helmet was supposed to be mid-more season. But I think it's just all the logistics of all the helmets and everything like that. So, um, and a little another funny part, I don't think the logo, the the logos they ordered, I don't think they got in until that Friday before Iowa. Oh. Like, uh, guys got back from Iowa, and I'm guessing the equipment crew went crazy because I know we thought about doing, I think we were thinking about doing it Labor Day because it kind of worked for all of us to do it with work off. But I think that's a... I think they do it as a mental mental health day where they kind of just gather and don't talk football. So, yeah, we were told Tuesday, right after practice, so like at 6 o'clock, so busted up there. And McKnight, obviously you guys have seen the videos. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, if you watch any of those videos, you know that Ryan is, he's, I mean, he's in it. He is, he lives it, breathes it. And I guarantee that's why we're getting so much bigger. But to go back on what you guys were saying, <laughs> yeah, you drop the helmet. It's now what's next? Right, <laughs> right. The, the bar, the- I mean, I know you can't talk about anything, but you you set the bar like right, bar's pretty high. Yep. But you know, you know, the bar is so high, and that is so awesome because I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys tailgate on a different in a different area, and we're, we their JFPA site is actually bellied up right next to the parents. And one and one thing I want to tell these the people who are listening though, and you guys too, is the minute that we tens of thousands that helmet, we had almost the entire team like get in a line and come up, handshake us, and say thank you personally. Like it wasn't they just walked off the field, right? Like genuinely felt like man, this is awesome. Thank you guys. You know, we have the same thing where the parents come up to us and they're like, oh my, 
all, all my all my kids talked about is these helmets. They love these helmets. And, you know, to look at it, you know, the next big thing, it's kind of like you just want to sit in the moment and enjoy it. And, like, we didn't expect it to be, what, two games in a row, boys? Yeah, yeah. I would assume black jerseys with a blue helmet, blue pants, or whatever they were going to do. It's whatever, you know. The schemes are schemes. As long as the guys are happy, comfortable, and they want to do what they want to do, I think that's all you can ask for them. But, yeah, and, you know, it's not up. It's not about us. It's about the guys and the group right. and the players that are on there. If they appreciate them and they love them, that's all we can ask. I mean, right. I would and- say... 95% of, I don't know, 95% of the people absolutely love them. There's, you know, there's the world, 5% probably didn't like it. They're traditionalists. And when we all grew up blue, Tyler Irvin. Up face masks with SDs or jacks <laughs> on the side. Yeah, it's quite the change, but, you know, we're, we're, I'm a black helmet guy. Like, when they said white, it wasn't up to what my opinion was. <laughs> That's what the kid wanted. It's one, it's what, you know, the future recruits want. It's right. what, no, it's kind of like, I mean, we're no Oregon, but the one thing that you got to look at too is SDSU now has a second helmet. Right. You know, that's just, it's, it's, it's added to the arsenal. So whenever they want to use it, that's up to them, you know, right. whatever they feel comfortable. If it's the rivalry games or yeah. Hobo or something like that, it's like, yeah, let the seniors or whoever the, the trustees of the, the uniform that day, but that's their. But Rhino, isn't it also a big deal that these former players are fully supportive of this football team and that they're going to go out of their way to keep it going? Oh, 100%, Eric. You know, that's the thing. It's like we we had a – two weeks ago with tailgate, I think we had about 30 or so come back uh, this past week, and I bet we had 40, 50 with their families. And I know next, next home day is going to be pretty huge too because we're doing something with uh, SDSU Athletics. but. You know, I don't know many. You can be any big, big ten team, big twelve team. I mean, you know those guys. A lot of the former players, you'll see them on the sidelines and stuff like that. But it's like this group literally knows that there's 300 members out there that are bought in, bought in, and I think it's 1,300 living members that are still alive that played for or football at some point in time for some length of time, but. You know, that's our ultimate goal is what percentage can we get that to? And, you know, if, if we don't know who the JFPA is yet and what they're doing and supporting, you're either not on Facebook, Twitter, or we might have to go up to the mountains and find somebody and just talk to them <laughs> in person at this point. I don't know. But, Rado, that's the point. I mean, whether the helmets are white, blue, yellow, what you guys are doing is phenomenal. Right. Love it. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I I mean, how I got into it was just purely, oh, this is kind of neat. And then how it all kind of came through was doing the golf tournament with Cam and Alex and McKnight. And, you know, just seeing like that JFPA on the front bumper. And you know who, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys that actually do a lot of stuff with this. It's just, you know, it's like we're kind of behind the scenes. And, you know, everybody kind of has their opinion. But, you know, we it's just, it's SDSU pride. And, Seeing and Ryan's said this a hundred times too. It's, I mean, we had, we had the. I think you guys might have met him. He was on the 1961 SDSU football team when they won conference. I think it was the last time they won conference in NSIC before McKnight's group, the 2007 or something like that. 
and you sit there have him, and then you have Tetzloff, who just got done graduating, and you got Feldheim and Melcher, and all these guys from about, I don't know, 60, 60 plus years of SDSU. Doesn't matter. I mean, one guy said I played a year. I don't know, well, same here, but. You sit there and have these guys in the room, and it's just fun. I mean, it's it's so many unique relationships that are bounded just by one thing, and that's SDSU football. Right. No, that's awesome. Well, Ryan, we don't need to take up all your night. You know, you have a little girl that probably needs to go to bed after some uh, homework tonight, so... Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of which, I'm going to take up a little bit more of your time okay. because I, right. I know that right. who Phil's referring to, the little girl is playing some flag football. So give us an update and we'll get you out of there on right. that. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, it's the, what is it, the first year that they have a girls' flag football league here in Sioux Falls. And McKenna has always, just always played, loved football. She does volleyball, basketball, all the stuff. But yeah, they. I mean, if we're going to start flag football, you might as well have three former Storm players being your coaches. <laughs> I mean, they're they're phenomenal. It's awesome. They started off pretty hot. Uh, got put in the face last week. Uh, really quick team. As you guys know in flag football, if you can run that sweep to the outside and outrun everybody on the angles, angles kill people. <laughs> right. Angles are tough at a young age. Yeah, but she had one today couple catches a touchdown defense uh she did real good i mean it's it's just such a fun group and it's uh one of the athletic uh athletic trainer jansen uh his his brothers two daughters are on our team too so it's like kind of neat that we can sit there with our daughters who love football and you know mckenna she she loves going to jack's games same as you know phil's daughters and it's just so fun and unique that they get to enjoy it. And, you know, I get asked all the time, can we go in the front yard and throw? And I'm like, well, you know, we have a dead yard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you could say you have a dead arm. <laughs> no, it's such a unique little little thing for the, for the girls. And, you know, like she wants to, she asked, like, is there a WNBA for flight football? And I'm like, no, but, you know, maybe this is something that we can all start working on and get to that point where, you know, there is flight football for girls in high school. And, post high school and you know it does, you don't have to rely on intramural and but you know that's big picture but right now yeah it's it's so much fun to watch the girls play they put so much hard work in practice every week and stuff as you guys know with sports but yeah it's fun well they that... did lose today uh wow it was tied and they uh it had six seconds left and a tip ball pick six to lose so oh, no yeah, so, and, but then she just turned around and watched the Cardinals do almost the darn same thing, so right. she, she was happy. Right. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's going well, and Rhino, thank you for coming in and talking about the the hats. The lids look amazing. We need to get you back on again. Yeah. Appreciate As you being here. we today, that timing is still our issue. <laughs> yep. Well, right. that, that's why I brought it up. You, you have a yeah. schedule the likes of which, but thanks for coming on, and thanks for all you do with JFPA and Sioux Empire Staters, and certainly appreciate you being here. Hey, boys. Appreciate it. I'm glad you guys got the podcast going again, and uh, uh, I'm guessing there's another special guest coming up that's probably a lot more important than I am. No, not that we know of. <laughs> oh, well, 
maybe maybe Sam. Sam's gonna help us make some picks. I yeah, think. we we have a new segment for right. today, but <laughs> so all right. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, we'll, Ryan. We'll, we'll see you. Yep. And that was Ryan Knudsen. Rhino and the guys that they that, that whole group is amazing, and I'm gl- I I can, I don't know what to say about what they do for Jackrabbit football. They're phenomenal. Right? Yeah. JFPA is. I mean, as that grows, you know, when they give them those helmets, they're going to uh, the guys in the team now. They're going to become mem- members of JFPA. So you're going to see exponential growth. And we saw thing. it down in Iowa. That's just a great... And you know what? It leads to the Jackrabbits winning on Saturday. You know, they, they score a touchdown in their first three possessions. So they did what they needed to do. They, they, right. We expected that. Right. Don't really have to talk a whole lot about it. I don't think so. No. 16,000 people. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit higher. Uh <laughs> Concessions seem to be moving faster, so that was good. I followed the hair razor one out of the parking lot, and the sign said no left turn, and this no there, right turns, <laughs> no left turn. You oh. made a right turn. Oh, oh, oh. Back, back towards Highway 14, which was great. There was nobody there to. There was nobody waving me, so it was I took a right. And it just worked. Did you guys go left? No, we were right. Oh, you followed me. All right. right. I was right behind there watching this big sign that says, no left turns. Right hand signal. (laughs) Right. Only left turns, yeah. It was. It was. Yes. But you know what? They made the right move because there's nobody there to. Correct. Kept her moving. And you know what? If you want to control traffic, Jackrabbits win by 30. Yeah, great. Yeah, that helps to get people out of the stadium early. So, here's what we need to do. Okay. We need to take a trip around the valley, and to make the right trip around the valley, we're going to need a beverage. We need a, we need a what one would we call a... We are going to road trip with some roadies. We need some roadies. Yep. So, the roadie for today, All right. I like this new segment, is a never burnt from Imperial Piz... Pilsner Lager um, from Lost Cabin. No idea where it's from. Rapid City, South Dakota, actually. All right. So it's a it's a local beer. It's an in-state beer. It's a Pilsner. I thought when I first sipped it earlier that it was going to be a sour. And that's why a I sour. gave. That's why I gave a a, a weird look. Um, but now that I've drank some more, it's a Pilsner. Taste. Tastes pretty darn good. It's brewed in Rapid City, but see, this is not, I've not not heard of this brewery. That's what I'm saying. It's got a baseball look to it, but we're going to grab our roadies, and we're going to take a trip around the valley, and we're going to start out in Arizona late last night. North Dakota State actually lost. Lost. And and here's the thing, we got to be, we got to be honest. We thought North Dakota State was going to win. So I tried to stay up for it and watch the first quarter. Made but, it to, but you drank the rest of these beers. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then fell asleep, woke up at halftime, so I was 14-14. Said, well, I'm just going to bed. Um, woke up this morning, pulled up Twitter, and there it was. NDSU lost. It was a late touchdown. Right, right. And it and NDSU did what they always do, and that was scored a touchdown midway through the third quarter. They were up, well, I think they were up by two scores. Um, I'd have to pull up the, the scoring summary. 
and you just assume they grind out the clock, do what they do, and and would beat another another FBS team, but they did not. They maybe should have kicked a field goal towards the end. It sounds like after a little bit of research, their kicking game is not where it's at. But yeah, but it's possible they, they lost. Maybe right. I love it. Right. So maybe, happy. Maybe they're, they're, not, they're maybe they're not quite as good. So here's here's why it matters. And everybody says it does there's a lot of people that says this does not matter. But I disagree. Well they lost to a bottom tier FBS team. Right. It's not like losing to Iowa. Right. But they still Yeah. But they still lost to an I, FBS team and everybody will say they shouldn't drop in the rankings. You lost to an FBS school, you're an FCS team, you shouldn't lose to them. Iowa, but Iowa put up Ten safeties and one touchdown. Right, right. <laughs> Against Nevada. <laughs> Against Nevada. But here's why this is. Here's why them losing is a big deal, and it's because when they always get an FBS win, and then they, if they only get one other loss, they're still guaranteed to get that one or two seed because everybody comes back and says, well, they only lost one game in conference, and they have that FBS win. That FBS win helps. That FBS win helps. Well, now if they lose a game in conference. And we go undefeated and say we beat them. Now we're the number one seed because they also have that FBS loss. So I just, I just, I don't know. I think it is a big deal for them to not have an FBS win as they go into and look at. And I really hope Arizona doesn't win another football game this year. It does. And I mean, again, like I said, honestly, I actually thought I'd wake up. Well, yeah, and, and assume they, that they had won, that they ground out the clock like they normally do after they, I mean, they were up, what, 28-24, and you assume that they would win the football game 31-24, ground out the clock, Arizona wouldn't have been able to do anything, and when I saw they lost, good. So, how do we how do we rank that against Southern Illinois Whew. beating so, Northwestern? So. So as we make our trip around the valley. Right, making the trip around the valley. Yeah. That had to be one of the more unexpected ones. Southern Illinois lost to Incarnate Word earlier yeah. this year, right? They were 0 2. They, they, they gave up season, 64 points to Incarnate Word. Their season was going down the drain, and right. then they beat Big Ten. Lost to North. Southeast Missouri State. They yeah. they were go they were 0 2 rolling into yeah. that going game. So this goes to prove the Colin Cowherd or whoever's mantra that the more desperate team, probably, I'm sure Southern Illinois was playing like a desperate team. They won't want to start the season 0-3. No. I mean, they're, lo- they're already looking at maybe not make getting an, uh, a seed, and they thought they would. Now, got an FBS win. Northwestern beat Nebraska. Nebraska's pretty terrible, but. Well, and they're looking at, their next game was against North Dakota. Right. Who won. Right. Uh, you did not, yeah. not want to go on three and then and then have to go up is that no that game is at home I thought they had to go up to uh, no up they're to at home I guess but right you, right that's not how you but you don't want to start conference play no, because of, because one of the first two I'm pretty sure when the ad was scheduling that <laughs> right they right they assumed they would be two and0 oh going into northwestern maybe pull that out maybe be two and one or three and0 oh, right yep yeah incredible which that that was phenomenal. I mean, and you know when you we start thinking about it, uh, we also have Missouri State, and I'm I'm kind of burying the lead here, but SDSU's got to play in Missouri State next week. Right, that's a big game. And Missouri State only lost by eleven to number ten Arkansas. They jumped out to a seventeen to nothing lead. 
on Arkansas. Yep. And then Arkansas did come storming back, tied it up. But then th- midway through third quarter, 24-17 right there, and then went up 27-17. So, it, and then Arkansas, I think, probably was like, oh, we better start playing better football here. But uh, Missouri State's quarterback, the Shell, Schnell, whatever his name is, he, Shelly, that's his name. He he, good quarterback. So we're going to have to be prepared Abs- for that type absolutely. of quarterback. Absolutely. It's not like, I mean, you lose to 11 of a top 10 FBS school. That's a lot of confidence. I mean, right. That's an SEC school? Absolutely. And that's going to start out the summer in Summer League. That's going to start out the Missouri Valley. That's, uh, that's, that's going to be big next week. Right. Right. Uh, any other? Well, as we, make next trip, one? as we make our, our trip around our the trip. valley. Um, the my, trip around the valley get a lot shorter that's as right. we get into Don't conference throw your play. Don't right. out the, out, out the <laughs> window. Keep Keep them um, in the car. Don't litter. Montana did what you'd expect Montana to do. They knocked out Indiana State 49-14. Right. So, so they have beat two. Actually, I expected beat two more. Expected, Missouri Valley teams, right. well, which is good for them. I expected more out of Indiana State. I, I think that's yeah, not. The Sycamores are still the Sycamores. That bad of a football team. Kentucky beats Youngstown State 31-0. Kentucky's good. Yeah. And it's another FBS game. Right, and Kentucky, I mean, they're nine in the, nine in the nation, and it, Youngstown is probably rebuilding it. What do we think about USD does get oh. a win on the board over Cal Poly. I don't think Cal Poly's that good. I, okay. That, we'll see how the big sky ends up for Cal Poly. I don't think they're that good. USD at home. The big thing for USD is they figured out their offense after. I don't think they fired their offensive coordinator, not. but no, they uh, head coaches they stuck the them. Plays. They stuck yeah. them back in the janitor's yeah. room. So right. apparently, the assistant coaches at USD have guaranteed contracts too. Um, he was yeah. not fired. He's just not calling plays anymore. Right. So right. It seems like so he's time. he's just sitting up in the booth drinking diet cokes. I guess. And North Dakota gets a win over Northern Arizona. Generally, the Lumberjacks are not that so, bad of a football team. Right, usually pretty good. So UND is 2-1, and one, right, with their loss. Oh, yeah, that's right. They lost in Nebraska first game of the year. That's looking like a worse and, and worse loss. Every, but they, they, played them, they played them pretty tough. But, yeah, Nebraska, whew, not great. Not, not representing the no. <laughs> That's right. Does, does the Pac-12 or the Big Sky need a team? Because the Big Ten <laughs> right. let them they go. Might. You're killing might us. Tra- might trade Nebraska for a bag of footballs. Western Illinois, I'm not sure how their year is going to go. They lost 17-10 over Southern, Southern Utah. Right. Southern Utah usually throws out to de- decent teams. Cedar City, beautiful area. That's nope. all I'll say about Southern Utah. <laughs> Uh, you know, you and I, who is a good football team, they did lose to a top. They, they lost, to, lost to a rack team, uh, ranked, ranked team, team right. sa- Sac State. They are Owen. Right, that's they had. Yeah. A, apparently, they had a rougher schedule than USD to start the year. I wow, they already have a conference game underneath their belt. Um, they get Utah Tech during the middle of the year, so that should be a win. Um, Boy, they are, and now going on the road at Western, they they that need a, they need a win. Because now. I thought USD had the gauntlet to run, right? And at least right. USD got a win, right? But now, yeah, Northern Iowa, they they lose to Western Illinois. That season's over. I mean, even before before it really started, 
Yep. I mean, and you go 0-4, like, no, and you, you haven't played you gonna, haven't played SDSU, NDSU yet. You'd have you would have to run. You'd have to run your conference. right. You have to run the table. Yep. And one other one, uh, Illinois State does win at home against Eastern Illinois. And nobody watched that football game no because idea. I doubt it was broadcast. I was making crap off the cheap. <laughs> If I Cheap state of Illinois it. has no money to broadcast anything. They else. don't, and it's a rough state to drive across because <laughs> right. we've done it. Right. Not all the way because we couldn't make it. <laughs> well, on the way home. On the way <laughs> home, yeah, we made it. We made it to Iowa. <laughs> Iowa seems slightly safer. Right. Just a little. Just, just a tickle. So, as we get out of here, here's what we're going to do. This is brand new, um, and I, I hope we can keep it going. We are going to do some picking up next week. We're not going to pick the SDSU game because if you don't pick SDSU, I swear I will lose my <laughs> doggone mind. But we're, what we're going to do, we're going to have a guest picker. We have Sam DeGroat <laughs> is the guest. Been begging to be on the podcast. Right. So I'm going to write this stuff down and we're going to cover it next week. But we're going to pick games for next week as we are getting into... Valley games. We got Valley games. We're getting into conference play. And... The roadies around the Valley next week will be much quicker. If you beat first down, guy... Yeah. We will have. We'll oh, have, we need to pick SDSU Missouri State. We're both picking SDSU. Pick okay. Hey, yeah. There's no. No, you did, uh, no, you're not picking. All right, them. Eric, you're, you kick us off. Right here we go. All right, this this I'm starting with the easy one. Right. Sam goes uh, first. Well, you. I kind of think I know how this is gonna go. All right. All right. We have North Dakota State at USD. <laughs> I'm gonna let Sam go. Sam's going Sam's first. Going right. First. I'm picking USD. Quarterback's good. <laughs> You're picking USD. I'm picking USD. All right, I'm, I'm wrong immediately. Really? Yep. What is wrong with you? Picking USD. I, I think you two should talk. <laughs> That's what you're going with? Yep. You know, know, not you know we're, re- we're recording this, right? Yep. All right. USD. All the way. Okay. <laughs> Sam. I, I was going to say something. I don't care about this game. The, these are the two worst teams that I can think of. I hate USD and I hate NDSU more. That, but that's not the point of this exercise. Yeah. Right. Uh, NDSU is going to win by 20. Uh, they I are. If you're wrong, they probably should have. Uh, how? How, right, how do you think right, that? Just, Why, what do you think? Other than the quarterback. <laughs> right. Explain yourself. <laughs> nope. Don't think that's happening, Eric. Deep shots, deep shots, deep passes. A lot of deep passes. That that's yep, it. That's, that's it. the game plan. A lot plan? of deep passes. Okay. And they're gonna stop NDSU from running the ball. Make Cam throw it because he's not very good at throwing. All right. All right. Love love your attitude. Yeah, that's a twenty-four point win by NDSU. If he gets that right, though, this I'm leading. Oh yeah, that's, I'm that's the with, lead I'm next, week, with right? this next week, right? We would lead with that anyways. We wouldn't even talk about our game. Are you just doing this for attention? No, I, we give I you think, one I shot. Think you think we give you one stop on the podcast. Now. <laughs> you go zero for four or zero for three, and you're off. Okay, okay. okay. All right, I'm gonna let you go ahead. I'm gonna let you go first again because, frankly, I was shocked at the first pick. We have Southern Illinois at home against UND. UND, UND. Hmm. I know very little about these teams other than UND seems to be kind of on a roll. Played Nebraska fairly tough. They did. Through three um, quarters. 
Southern Illinois is coming off a very emotional game at home. They had a big win, but they big win, else. right? I'm going UND too. Okay. UND beat uh, beat Northern Iowa. I think they're. I think Northern Iowa's decent. But apparently, I'm kind of wrong. I don't think that's quite as surprising of a pick as the other one. Right. All right. Of the battle of the directional schools. <laughs> Northern Iowa travels to Western Illinois. You and I, you and I is going to win. I think this is this is a battle of two zero and three teams. Yep. Western lost to UT Martin. Well, UT Martin, I think played. Did they play uh, somebody pretty well? Missouri State. Um, I'm going to so you and I. You and I is going to get their first win. I think Western Illinois is not going to win a game this year. So, thanks. I think that's a fairly so. Here's the thing: those are the Valley games, right? That's it. That's it. That's, that's the Valley the games, right? That's the trip around the <laughs> Valley for trip. next week. <laughs> we have four games to talk about. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a pretty short road trip next week when we go uh, trip around the Valley. Really, it, you think USD is gonna beat NDSU? Yep. Just because the I don't know what to deal just because the Dakota Dome is that intimidating to play in. Yep, that intimidating. Did you see him last week, Cal Poly? I mean, they're pretty. I good. hope you're right. I do too. If you are right, I am gonna jump for joy. Because <laughs> yeah. then NDSU is a four seed and not a one. You're getting a right. new car. We just in our game, we just no no. Uh, okay. In our game, we just need to make sure that we take care of their quarterback. If we keep their quarterback in line. We'll win that football game. We will be more physical than them. So what do, what do we think about uh, the comments out of uh, North Dakota State coming off the uh, <laughs> loss at Arizona? The, the one I saw on Twitter of at least we went championships and then a guy responded, yeah, so does my Pop Warner team. Although we love SCS football, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought that, I, that one gave me a chuckle. Right. Just because so. they finally, I mean, they finally kind of, I mean, Arizona isn't good. And they finally got put in their place of, like, uh, there are a lot of NDSU fans of that game. I mean, we know one Paul went down to that game. Yep. And I think they all assumed they were going to win that football game. I assume they were going to win that football right. game. Right. And then they didn't. And they finally they have to make a sad trip back home. I love it. I love it when NDSU people are sad. Well, Sam, that was, that was the aggressive pick of the week. Yep. I wish we had more picks for you. Right. We'll get you back wish, on. Wish we, were, wish we were sponsored for the most aggressive pick of the week. I don't know who would sponsor us. <laughs> some, some type of, uh, I don't know, like lifting, like protein shake. Uh, most aggressive. <laughs> right. No? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Max muscle. That's right. Hey, so looking forward to... Two o'clock. Two, two weeks from now. Yes. This is Western Illinois. But you know what? If you're if you don't have ESPN Plus or any of that stuff, or if you do, come on out to Shenanigans. They'll go to Shenanigans. Yep. You can hang out with everybody else cheering on the Jacks or watching in your own basement, which is also acceptable. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. It might right. be a Saturday time decision. Well, good having Sam on. Good on the Jacks winning. Right. So with that, we'll probably uh, finish her off and say go big. Go blue. Go Jacks.